test. I got lines. Is this a BS bonus? I guess it could be. It's a be. BS bonus. It's a BS Bible study. <laughs> oh, that could be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is what I was doing during the sermon a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thinking about this, <laughs> this episode. Man. What's up, y'all? Welcome to it. Oops. I got to change my shirt. Oh, yeah. Let me change my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Bumper Sticker Faith. It's your boy, Louis Dooley, here with my brother, Sam Key. And, um, man, thank you for tuning in today. Just a couple quick things like, hey, we got our website up, Bumper Sticker Faith. Dot com. If you want to shoot us a message, we got bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com. And uh, like us, give us a comment. Man, do something. You can also become part of our <laughs> BS crew if you want. And uh, there's different levels to that. The Don't life, the double life. Do something. Don't just sit there and do something. <laughs> Get a life sentence. Maybe yeah. a double life. Or man, we had somebody else sign up for triple life. Whew. You know, so she ain't going nowhere. So sign up, help us, support us in what we're doing and help us with our website hosting. You know, we might need to get some merch and stuff like that, some giveaways. So if you feel so inclined, if you like what you're hearing and you want to help contribute something, there's a platform for that. Um, but man, we're just blessed to be here. We thank you. We just closed our series out of a porn clown, and now mm-hmm. we got a BS bonus. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bumper sticker Bible study. That's Bible what Sam study. said. Bible study. BS. So we're going we're gonna to see how that BS goes. You well, know? there's, a, there's a, a famous verse in Matthew that relates to lust that I'm sure every person who's grown up in the church, who's part of the church, has heard over and over again. And it's a verse I want to put on the BS table right now and maybe peel away that bumper sticker and, and really dig into it. And see how it could really be uh, helpful to us. But put it out there then. It is Matthew 5, 27, 28. It's uh, in the Sermon on the Mount. And that's important that I say that. It's so important because the Sermon on the Mount doesn't begin uh, at Matthew 5, 27. In fact, <laughs> it begins It begins at the beginning in, in verse 1. All right? Keep that in mind. So Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gets to a section and he says... You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent or lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members then your whole body go to hell. Woo, man, that's some strong stuff. It's some strong stuff, but it's some stuff that uh, is is maybe misunderstood, and I want to mm. suggest a uh, different way of looking at it. And maybe this way is familiar to you, but it's a, a way that I think is 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 most helpful when it comes to dealing with lust and a porn addiction. So we're following up the Porn Clown episodes, and I just felt that there was a little bit more we could say 
uh, with regards to these verses. So my main point that I want to put on the table is this, is that one of the greatest hindrances to purity is perfection, okay? One of the greatest hindrances to your uh, sexual purity is perfection. And you may <laughs> hear that and think, wait a minute, I thought, I thought we were called to be perfect. I thought God said, you know, be perfect as I am perfect, be holy as I am holy. How can you say that perfection is a hindrance to purity? Well, it is if you do it like the Pharisees did it. So Jesus here in Matthew 5, Sermon on the Mount, one of, the, one of his audiences that he's addressing is the Pharisees. And the Pharisees' way of trying to get people to be perfect. And their way of getting people to be perfect is actually pretty destructive. So the, the Pharisees' idea of perfection was, was what? What do you think? The woman caught in adultery when they brought her up there to be stoned? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my yeah. mind. Their idea is just try really hard, keep the law, don't do it. That was their way. If, if you don't do these things, if you uh, are perfect like we're perfect, if you, don't make, if you follow the law like we follow the law, then, then you're good. You have righteousness. All right? But Jesus here in the Sermon on the Mount is doing two things. On the one hand, he's condemning their idea of perfection. He's like, mm. that's not right. But then, number two, he's offering a new way of being perfect, a new way of getting righteousness, and that's through him. Okay, so think about this. Think about laws, okay? Laws, Pharisees use laws, and we know that they like came up with more laws and more laws and more mm. laws. You know why they did that? They came up with more laws to make to make it to make uh, obedience more doable, to make perfection more doable. Because we, we, we tend to think that, oh, the Pharisees, they were, so, they were so hardcore, they had all these laws that they followed. But if you really think about it, it's easier to do a law than to obey from the heart like Jesus taught and God intended. So, for instance, okay, they came up with this law called Corbin, that was, hey, in order to support your parents, we want you to give some money to us, basically, to the temple. And you give us money, and that, that'll be considered Corbin, and we'll uh, consider that you're having taken care of your parents. Okay, what's harder to do, in your opinion? Is it harder to pay a, pay a percentage of your money to the Pharisees, to the church, to honor your parents, or is it harder to follow God's command, honor your father and mother? I mean, it's, what's it's, more doable? It's way harder to change some depends than it is to give some money to the Pharisees. Yeah, it's way hard. It's it's easy just to check it off the list. Oh, I gave the money. There, I just just fulfilled the commandment to honor my parents. Mm -hmm. Easier. So the the more laws that you have the easier it becomes to do the law and fulfill the law in their minds. Mm. That's why they gave us so many laws, not to make it uh, harder on us, but to make it easier for us to do, because it's easier to do that. So what's, what's harder to do, in your opinion? Uh, to not commit adultery against your wife or never to look at a woman lustfully? <laughs> The second one, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's 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 so much easier just to say, oh, I didn't commit adultery, check, I must be pure. But so so Jesus is, 
is kind of taking away the Pharisees bumper sticker laws that say, don't do this, 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 all these little laws, because, because their laws were enabling them, the Pharisees, to think that, oh, we're good with God because we, we paid the Corbin, we did all these 600 laws or whatever. We did all these things. We're good with God. And Jesus is like, no, I'm going to peel away all those bumper stickers, and I want to show you that you're not good. <laughs> yeah, that they're still corrupt. Because I've always looked at this as, you know, not committing adultery is one of the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely from God. It's not a Pharisee made up law. And it's something that God is serious about. But as you said, when a man can just not perform the literal act of yeah. adultery, that's a box that is easier yeah. to check. But all along, like you looking at the sister in the synagogue or the temple, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You're trying to peek up under her robe mm -hmm. or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's lust. Yeah. Right. And it's the heart behind the command. Yeah. Right. It's God wants us to be pure mm -hmm. when it comes to our lustful mm -hmm. desires for our wives. Right. And, Using his proper place. And the Pharisees were only picking up on that one extreme of that law. Just don't commit adultery. And they had forgotten about looking at a woman lustfully like that's the intent of that great commandment yep okay so jesus is coming now in the sermon on the mount and one of the things he's doing is condemning us all so these these words in matthew 5 27 28 are not put forward by jesus in order to create another law for us to fulfill like the pharisees were doing mm -hmm. but rather jesus is, i believe He's saying these words right here in Matthew 5, 27, 28 in order to condemn every person so that nobody hearing him yeah. can walk away from there thinking, yep. oh, I'm good. Amen. I've never looked at a woman lustfully Amen. before. So he is pinning us down. He is putting us in a cage of our sin and, and causing us to realize that we're not good. We're not good. Yep. We're condemned. And guess what? We need a savior. Yep. Okay? And he, he is... He is making it uh, us to realize that it's impossible to keep these commandments on our own. And he's bringing us right back to the position that we need to be at. And that's Matthew 5, verse 1 or 2, verse 3, actually. He's bringing us right back, everyone back to Matthew 5, 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who are impoverished spiritually, who realize they're bankrupt, who realize they have no righteousness, who realize that all their law keeping, all their check boxes, all their bumper stickers are worthless mm -hmm. and that we are in poverty of spirit and we have no righteousness, no credit to offer God, no wealth to offer God. That's the person who's blessed. Jesus Amen. is bringing us back to that point. And I have a copy here of... Um, of Celebrate Recovery, a great organization that deals with addictions in the church. Mm -hmm. But they base their study off of the, the uh, 12 steps for AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, or Sexaholics Anonymous, uh, any of those anonymous groups. And I would j just want to bring us to the very first uh, of the 12 steps. See if this sounds familiar to you, and maybe you, you know this already. But we've admitted that we were powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors and that our lives had become unmanageable. That's where Jesus was bringing us back to. And as we seek to fight a porn addiction, that's where we need to go back to. We need to go back to, I admit, 
I am powerless over my addiction and my compulsive behavior and that my life has become yeah. unmanageable. That's what we need to come back to. We, we need to, because the way I think we usually teach it or think about it is we go to, oh no, I just need to add all these other rules on. I just need to try a lot harder, try a lot yeah. harder, you know, in, in kind of the Pharisee kind of a way. Mm-hmm. I was in a, um, I was in a small group uh, with some guys, and we were all trying, obviously trying to w- w- walk the right path and to n- not fall into lust and that. And there was a guy who really struggled with a porn addiction, like really bad. And he went through these phases where uh, he wouldn't struggle, but then he would struggle. And mm. every week he would come in and be like, oh, it's been seven days since I looked at porn, mm. or, or it's been three weeks, or it's been four months. or mm. it, But inevitably he would fall. Like yeah. he would, he would, he would look at it again and he'd come back and he's like, Oh, I, did, I was doing so well. You know, it'd been six months since I looked at porn, mm. but then all of a sudden I fell and, and he just couldn't understand it. And so then he'd go back into it and try harder and try harder. And one day I, I kind of dawned on me what he was doing and it and, and why it wasn't working for him because he was, he was what they call white knuckling it, mm-hmm. just trying with all his might, just to, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do yeah. it, kind of in a Pharisee way. I'm going to mm-hmm. check this box, I'm going to keep this command not to do it, not to do it, not to do it. He told this story of when he was um, uh, in high school. He was a swimmer, really good swimmer. And as a freshman, he went to the state meets for his high school. And he made it to the finals, and he but he didn't come in first, okay? He was like, I think third or maybe mm-hmm. fourth, third or fourth. And as he went to the medal stand to get his medal for being like third or fourth in the state for swimming as a freshman, just an mm-hmm. incredible accomplishment. Yeah. He um, glanced up into the stands to look at his dad because that's what guys do, right? And his dad was looking down at a piece of paper and at his stopwatch. And he wasn't even looking at his son. His dad looked irritated and mad. And what mm-hmm. his dad was doing was like he was ashamed of his son mm-hmm. because he didn't live up to the right time. He and he could have been faster. And how could he? How could he be in third rather than mm-hmm. first? And and my friend, his like heart was broken seeing his dad not approving of him, but just looking at his stopwatch. And I made the connection between that mentality and what this guy was doing trying to fight porn. And I said to him, I said, every every week, every 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 month that you're trying to fight this, it's as if you're still looking up at your dad or God with a stopwatch, mm-hmm. and you're trying to live up to this, trying to trying to uh, fulfill this law, but you you just can't do it. You that's not the way to do it. Not by white knuckling it. Uh, can you do it? But there's a, not trying to be perf- perfect in that kind of a, a, a sense because. Like he was trying to like he was giving us all the stats from the stopwatch like it's mm-hmm. been six six weeks, two months, whatever. Like so the way I, the way I would look at it is we should try to be perfect. It's just the method that we're using trying to achieve perfection. If we're trying to do it on our own, like mm-hmm. this guy, we're always gonna mm-hmm. fail. If our perfection, which we're called to, as you said earlier, yeah, which which absolutely. really the word says, like you said, be holy. Yep. Right. Holy perfection. You know, mm-hmm. I like just using holy, but being holy is being righteous, being perfect. And God wants that from us. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's this thing called the now and not yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Like God sees us as being holy, 
because of the blood of Christ, but we're not holy yet because we're still living on earth in a sinful fleshly body with sin that mm-hmm. happens in our lives. But yet we should live a life of holiness. Mm-hmm. And how do we get there? It's the object of our faith, which is Jesus yeah. that gets us there. So it's kind of like when Jesus says, hate something, he doesn't really mean hate it. He means love God more, mm-hmm. you know, because opposite of hate is love. So don't hate your mother and your father and your brother. You know, you love them. God mm-hmm. doesn't want you to hate anybody, but he wants you to love him more. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when we love him and he becomes the object of our faith and our obsession and our love, then we have this desire. And I believe then the ability to abstain mm-hmm. from these things. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not it may sound easy by what I'm saying. It's not easy, but I think that's the path. And we definitely can't do it on our own. And like that connects us with the second of the 12 steps. I'm not going to read all 12 of them, but just the second one that once we get back to that Matthew 5, 3 place of poverty and mm-hmm. spirit, or as the 12 steps say, admitting you're powerless, then you get to number two. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And that's that's that new connection in Christ, that new power that, that you spoke of that, that we need to go to. Like that's our way of getting that holiness or that perfection, not relying on ourselves and our ability to white knuckle it, but on uh, his ability mm-hmm. to help us. We, we come with our weakness. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to come to. Yeah. There's a yeah, book by J.I. Packer called Weakness is the Way. Hmm. What a title. That is, man. That's dope. Weakness is the way. When it comes to fighting porn, weakness is the way. And and God wants us to admit that we're weak first mm-hmm. and not do it on our own strength. Yep. And to attach ourselves to him. And he is the one who will lead us forward mm. to that integrity. And integrity means wholeness. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything else. It means wholeness. And we're called to be whole, and mm-hmm. and and wholeness in this sense, I believe, is is holiness. So Jesus goes on to talk about plucking out eyes mm-hmm. and chopping uh, off okay. hands, and some pretty um, gruesome uh, descriptions there, if you think about. Uh, and I want to I want to talk about those as well because I think that provides a key to help us uh, as well. So. Uh, he he says, if your right eye causes you to sin, then pluck it out. If your right hand causes you to sin, then then chop it off. Okay, Jesus is giving us a little hint as to how we're to attack these problems, like the chopping. Think of a coin. The chopping off or the plucking out is one side of the coin. The other side of the coin would be a positive thing. So, doing something good with your hand, doing something good with your eye. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what I want to say here is that Jesus is giving us a hint that when it comes to being whole and having integrity is learning how to fight those battles at the level at which the sin is or at the level of, of, of what the battle is. Okay, So the Pharisees would say or the white knuckling mentality would say, okay, I'm not going to look at porn. I'm not going to look at porn. Just think, think to yourself mm-hmm. in your mind up here, and that that's all you go to. I'm not going to look at porn, and then suddenly you look at porn. Mm-hmm. And but Jesus is saying, if you're looking at porn with your eyes, instead of just using your willpower in your brain only to 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 fight and to white knuckle, no, meet that addiction or that thing at the level at which it's at, at the eye level. So. 
give your eyes something else to look at. Mm, give okay, them a better okay. object to look at first. So go look at something else. It's as simple as that. Look, look at, at something, something else. else. Yeah. Don't overestimate yourself. Don't think that by your sheer willpower to white knuckle and to be perfect that you can do it. No, our wills are bound. They're mm. bound to sin, okay? So we need to have a more humble view and realistic view of ourselves and say, listen, I'm sinful, fallen, like, and my will is weak, and I admit that I'm weak and powerless, yeah. and my life has become unmanageable, and so I need, need to start at the level at which that sin is and attach my eyes to something else. If my hand is causing me to lust or sin or do something, give your hand something else to do so that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Meet it at that level. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Man. As we said in the previous uh, podcast, our desires aren't bad, but uh, what objects are your desires attaching themselves to? Mm. Give them another object uh, to attach themselves to. Man, that's great, man. That's some good stuff. That's some really good stuff. So, man, I guess as we wrap up, you know, this is a... Uh, this some this some good stuff. It's some tough stuff. It's not easy to do, but hopefully now, like if you weren't before, you're kind of equipped with some understanding mm -hmm. of, you know, just what these passages mean and how we can actually fight against sin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not an easy thing to fight against. And, you know, Satan is and his demons are trying to do everything he can, coupled with our flesh that wants to sin all the time. Yeah. You know, so it may seem that the deck is stacked against us. And if you feel that way, I, I felt mm -hmm. that way before. You know, I have um, dealing with different things in my life. But we also must remember that there's a truth um, that trumps that. And that truth is that we have the Holy Spirit living in yeah. us if we have given our lives to Christ. And just like Jesus defeated death um, on the cross when he was resurrected, mm -hmm. um, we can defeat these sinful desires mm -hmm. um, that we have mm -hmm. because we have the same power that rose Jesus yeah. from the dead living in us to empower and equip us mm -hmm. to overcome any sin mm -hmm. at any time, anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like that's a truth. And to get all of your, all of your members in alignment headed in the same direction. That's, that's, that's the integrity piece that I think is so crucial here that you think of a, like a, I don't know, a big business or something like you have the CEO of the business at the top and then you have all the members, you know, down from there and you have like the new hire peon at the bottom uh, of the pyramid, for instance. Like when that guy messes up down at the bottom, when the new hire messes up, does what he shouldn't do. Uh, how, how do you attack that? How do you address that? The CEO doesn't come from his big office <laughs> all the way down and say, here, let me do it and just does it. Yep. No, that's that's then the system doesn't have integrity. Yeah. Integrity means that the new hire has a manager over him or her. And that manager addresses that issue and says mm -hmm. and gets that new hire on board with the whole mission. And when you're when you're doing that, then the system ends up working in the whole in in the same direction. Mm -hmm. Like the new hire is on mission, not doing things they shouldn't be doing. So it's addressed, though, at that level mm -hmm. and in in our lives and in our 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 our, our whole personalities and bodies like we want to get everything moving in the right direction, moving towards God at the top of our lives. And if, if a member isn't in line with that, we need to address it at that level. And the Holy Spirit will help us do that. We have a power, we have a gift that the world outside of Christ 
doesn't have. And that gift will help us to get every, everyone on board headed in the same direction. Amen. So um, lean into the Holy Spirit. You know, he is real and he is in you. Again, if you have put your faith and trust in Christ, if not, if you're not in Christ and you watch this, then you're powerless against any of this stuff. Like you can't win. You won't win. Mm -hmm. Sure. You may be able to will yourself to a victory every now and then by white knuckling or whatever. Maybe you literally cut your hand off or pluck your eye out that that can help to a certain extent, (laughs) but it doesn't solve the main issue. The issue is the heart, right? And it's, desire to be connected to God mm. and we try to fill it with all these other desires. And that, that could be a whole nother episode, yeah. the desires of the heart and where they come from. But man, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, share this again. If you find any of this stuff valuable um, to yourself, man, think, you know, I challenge you to think about somebody that you know that may need to hear some of this stuff. Um, even if it's just um, to encourage them that they already know this stuff, but to just hear it again. I know that helps me. There's stuff I've learned over the years and I need to hear it again. It's like the gospel, right? I heard the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. over 25 years ago and, and, and that gave me salvation, but I need to consistently hear the gospel to keep my perspective straight and yeah. to keep me on the path that God has for me. So we don't just put the word of God in us once. We let it keep washing over us so that we continue journeying with Christ the way God intended. So, man, share this, like it, um, leave us comments, whatever. You know, we want to do stuff that's beneficial. So we thank you again very much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you have a blessed rest of the day. God bless. God bless.